Uh, this morning for our meteor professor series, we have Angela Turin. She has been a medical laboratory scientist and educator for over 30 years. She grew up in Kansas and Oklahoma and obtained a Bachelor of Science in Biology with a minor in Chemistry and a Bachelor in Science and Medical Technology from Southwestern Oklahoma State University. She also received her ASCP Microbiology Specialist Certification in 2013. Angela has worked in a variety of hospitals ranging from 20 beds to 1,000 beds. She left the clinical laboratory to develop a medical laboratory technician program here at Otero College. She then went back to school to obtain her master's of education with a concentration in curriculum design and assessment from Regis University. She's been married for 38 years and she and her husband enjoy motorcycling, camping, camping and traveling. She's an avid photographer and videographer. She also loves to write. Angela and her husband have one daughter, Elizabeth. They also have a parrot named Scarlett, a lab shepherd mix named Abby, and being with her family is her greatest source of joy. Everyone, please help me welcome Angela Turner. Can you? All right, thank you. I this to students to try and be an inspiration but those of you who are also like at my age or older I maybe find some inspiration there also so this is not about my program if you guys are interested in my program come talk to me uh, I'm a teacher so my objectives of this talk is don't let anyone tell you that you can't do something find people to help you in your journey and always appreciate them and find love and be passionate about whatever that is. So there's my objective, we'll see if I can make that. This picture's of me as a baby. There's not many pictures of me as a baby uh, because I have an older brother. <laughs> but I, I picked this one because people tell me that I have this face that says I'm mad most of the time. And it's my face, and I tell my students, it's my face, it's okay. Uh, but this is what I really feel like most of the time. I'm a pretty happy person. You just can't see it in my face. So once you get to know me, you'll kind of do that. Uh, so family, one of the ring things I'm starting out, this is my family, my mother, my father, my brother. Um, I grew up in a different background. And being different, my dad had a business. We were never hungry. But that business was attached to a salvage yard and his business, and we lived in a mobile home. And so, you know, at the time, this is great, because what a great playground, you know? And, but then as I got older, I realized there was a social stigma attached to that, especially come junior high, high school. And so, and I'm first generation, none of my family ever went to college. And so when I said, you know, I want to go to college, there was a lot of, mm, yeah, right, that kind of thing. And so um, I don't care where you come from, how you were raised, if you want to do something, do it. Go for it. And so with that, uh, in high school, junior high, uh, my passions are just a little bit of everything. You name it, I've probably done it a little bit. But I kind of stuck to roller skating and loved to roller skate. Music, I played saxophone in uh, high school. I'm science, I was always dissecting the bugs and catching bugs and doing everything in school, you know, just outside. I love to be outside. I've 
I read everything I could get my hands on growing up. I loved to camp. I'd rather sleep in the woods than a motel any day. I love photography, writing, nature. I've combined a few of those with some books. And this is what I'm going to say is find your love and be passionate. For me, it's just a little bit of a One thing, too, I hated school. I hated school. Uh, number one, again, the social stigma. Also, I was dorky. Um, I, I was good in school. It became easy to me, and that puts another little social stigma on you. I cannot play any sport that involves a ball. And some of the schools I went to, that's what you needed to do to, be, to survive. And so I didn't. <laughs> so uh, my mother, thankfully, while I was in high school, I think she realized there was a chance I might not finish school, because I had had it. And so she actually, and understand this is way back, uh, found me a mentor at Southwestern Oklahoma State University, and they allowed me to go to college while I was a senior in high school. Now that's done now, but that wasn't done then. And so it was a really big step. I moved uh, out of my home into the dorm. I went to the local high school to finish the few credits I needed to graduate. And I attended college the rest of the day at Southwestern Oklahoma State University. Otherwise, I might not have finished high school. So again, don't, don't let people tell you what to do. Uh, then I met my second love of my life. When my husband saw this, he was going, what? <laughs> um, this is my husband of 38 years. We met and married, and uh, it was kind of funny because I had this big plan for my life, and marriage wasn't part of that plan until I was 28. I, I had these dates set. I met him, and I was like, wait a minute, I can't let this one get away. So this is the love of my life, my second love. My first love, and thankfully he shares this too, is our faith and our service to God. This is our, both of us, every morning we get up, we pray together, we serve God, and it's what has helped us together over the years. Our motto is we stay, we pray, we stay, and we play together. The play part's fun too. Again, find a love and be passionate. And then I went to college, I decided to graduate. Again, don't let people tell you what you can or can't do. One of the problems uh, with this is I wanted to go to medical school. That was my plan. It's all I could think about. That's what I wanted. And then when I went for my medical school interviews, after I actually got outstanding pre-med student at my college, they would not let me in. And one of the reasons, the only reason they actually talked to me about was, your family didn't go to college. How could you possibly even know you want to get be a doctor? You're married to someone who didn't go to college. That was all my interviews were focused on. And so I didn't get in. Now, I let somebody tell me I couldn't do something. But now I have a degree in biology with a minor in chemistry. Guess what you can do with that? <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, okay, I gotta get a job, you know, I've been to school, we need to start making some money. And so I went through the college catalog, and I found a degree that would get me workforce ready the quickest, and that was medical lab technician, which actually ended up being a good decision. So uh, again, it wasn't my first choice, but I realized it was my best choice later. 
So this is my graduating MedTech class. And uh, I, I realized later, because of medical school and my personality, um, I might not have my marriage might not have survived and I wouldn't have had my daughter, which are my two greatest loves. So you look back and go, it all worked out. Find people to help you in your journey and appreciate them. So I have a lot of people who I wouldn't be where I am without. This is my aunt and uh, my cousin Amy, my uncle Jerry, while I was in MedTech school. Uh, I did the 4 plus 1 program, BS program, and you have to get your BS degree and then you go for a year of internships at a large hospital. Well, I'm married to John, the hospital's a long, long, long ways away, and my aunt and uncle let me live with him for that year. And uh, again, I wouldn't have survived had they not let me move in, because I wouldn't have made it. Uh, and then find people to help you in your journey. My husband is my greatest supporter. He's always saying, on the flip side of that, he'll go, Angela, let's do this. And I'm like, why not? And you'll kind of see later. That's, wow. So this is us uh, just after I graduated from MedTech school. And then again, people, this is my daughter Elizabeth. Uh, she was the New Year's baby. That was really fun. If anybody has a New Year's baby, we did. And this is our, uh, again, faith religion is a big part of our life. This is her baptismal ceremony with my mother and father-in-law and my sister and brother and their kids. And then in 2000, my husband walked in one day and he says, we're in Oklahoma, he says, it's this really great job posted on the internet, but it's closed. And me, 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 I'm like, calling, what have you got to lose? He took a job in full-time ministry in, in the San Grey de Cristo Mountains at a church camp, and we moved to Colorado, very isolated. But, uh, wow, what a great, great time. Again, people on your journey, I could not have made it through life without my grandmothers. This is uh, my maternal grandmother, my paternal grandmother. By the way, this one just died last year. People in my family live forever, which is great because I've got a lot of living left to do. But without these two people in my life, I wouldn't have made it. Again, find people in your journey that can uh, help you, be there for you, and always appreciate them, always tell them. And then again, don't let anybody tell you you can't do anything. So uh, again, one day my husband walks in, he goes, you know, ever since I was in grade school, I've had a dream of motorcycling the Baja Peninsula. Okay, <laughs> so, so we did it. We went to San Diego, rented this BMW, headed down, we got lost in Tijuana. <laughs> yeah, you know, took a wrong turn, that kind of thing. But, and understand, we don't speak Spanish. And so we headed down and we found people who could speak English, which every now and then we had little mishaps and, and wow, what a great ride. This is actually us in front of the big, him in front of the big cactuses. The motorcycle journey, I have to admit, I was a little reluctant. Uh, my husband always said, he's always loved motorcycles, he's had them. I'm in healthcare, it's their donor cycles, their murder cycles. We get, you know, people die doing this. And he said one day, he goes, I want you to take a long trip with me. Hooked, oh my goodness. We had so much fun. So this is in uh, Moab. We took the CBR 1000 to Moab in, I think that was in 2007. Haven't gotten off the bike since. 
Then one day he walks in and he says, you know, we love to camp so much and we love to motorcycle so much. Let's put the two together. Okay, you know, this is me most of the time. Okay, let's do it. Why wouldn't we do that? And uh, if you'll notice, this is our first motorcycle camping trip. Does anybody notice anything funny in the background? It's snow. <laughs> that is snow. Yeah, there's cabins too. That's at the church camp we lived at. It was cold, cold, cold. And we're in a tent. Uh, this is us on that trip in this tent freezing. But we figured we learned a lot of lessons. And so now we camp off the motorcycle a lot, a lot. Uh, don't let anybody tell you you can't do something. So this is us uh, in October of this year. We decided to do this, I always butcher it, via Ferritin? It's the Iron Walkway. It's the Little Gorge. So if you, this is my son-in-law's taking this picture, and I'm the other yellow helmet up there. Uh, but, you know, people go, aren't she a little old to be doing that? No, I'm not slowing down for anything. Neither is John. This is my daughter and son-in-law. They, they were all game for this, too. So I showed you a picture of roller skating. So while I was getting my master's degree, um, I thought, i got to stay in shape. And I've got to find something that's going to make me stay in shape. Because I know when I tend to set a goal like a master's degree, I get very sedentary. So I joined a roller derby team. Because they don't have figure skating around here. They have roller derby. Uh, and I understand I crossed my 50th birthday doing this. Most people my age, she does, this is irrecoverable. I'm going down. <laughs> and, you know, most people are like, you're going to break a hip or something. And I'm like, well, maybe, but boy, it sure was fun. It was a lot of fun. My number was 429 because I, 429, because I wanted to forever be 29, still trying to be there. And my uh, name was Tarantula, so I got the spider thing going on there. I love the roller skate. Uh, find people in your journey and appreciate them. So one thing I want to mention, Kathy Bollocker over here, she's my co-worker here. I could not do my job without Kathy. She is the wind beneath me when I get discouraged or I need something done. Kathy's going to like me with my husband. Okay, and she'll jump right in and do it, so she's wonderful. But now, I'm in the role where I'm trying to help other people achieve their goals. I want to be that person for, don't let someone tell you you can't do something. Let's go do it. I want to teach you. I want to help you. I'll do anything I can do to help you succeed. I think that's my role now. And so, again, don't let anybody tell you you can't do something. Let's, let's do it, even if you've got to find somebody to help you. Um, one of my passions is microbiology. I obtained my specialist in microbiology. And so what that requires is your bachelor's degree, and then you have to work three years in a large hospital, study for an exam, covering all of the micro pieces. And I later got my master's degree in education because I had taken this job, and I know my field. I've worked in my field over 25 years, but I didn't know if I would know how to teach. And so I thought, you know, a master's in education would be my best bet. And I did learn a lot about teaching. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do something. So in 2018, we're motorcycling uh, in the backcountry with the tent and everything on. And you can't see it very well, but uh, we fell. 
and my leg, yeah, that's an understatement, right? My leg got under the peg on our bike. We had a uh, V-Strom 1000 at the time. All that weight twisted my leg, broke it. And uh, this, is, this is later. And this is still in my leg, by the way. Uh, but then at this point, you know, I'm older. And uh, once we got it repaired, I'm getting ready to walk again, hopefully. Um, I went to a physical therapist, and they treated me like I was old. And we kind of we did some PT, and you know, I was like, gosh, I was just so frustrated. Because I was not slowing down. This wasn't slowing me down. And I called my brother-in-law one day, and I said, hey, I'm going to quit PT, because he's into this kind of thing. I said, I'm done. I need to find a way to do it at home by myself. And he said, no, 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 don't quit. He goes, find somebody else. And so I canceled all my appointments with that physical therapist, and I went to another one. And we sat down, he goes, what's your goal? And I said, I want to walk without a limp. And he goes, we can do that. And we work together. And again, find those people. Don't give up. Because the other one, they're like, yeah, you know, you're older. You, you need to hear that stuff. You're not going to heal well, that kind of thing. And I'm not buying it. I'm not taking it. The other thing, too, that this really gave me appreciation for was handicap accessibility. And I have to admit, I'm pretty passionate anymore about getting people in buildings easier. Because you have no idea what it's like to try and get out of your car with something like this. And so uh, that's become kind of a passion too. And these are our pets. Now, don't ever let anybody tell you you shouldn't, can't do something, but sometimes I wish somebody would tell me I shouldn't do something. Uh, Scarlett, uh, my husband, after we had a golden retriever and she died, Elizabeth had gone to college and I was um, sad and lonely, and he goes, you know, I've always wanted a parrot. Think very hard about this decision if this is something that you think you want to. So we've had Scarlett uh, 13 years. I think we're going on 13 years with Scarlett. She'll probably outlive us, and so we'll have to find a home for her. If any volunteers, I'll just let you know. And then this is my dog, Abby. So Abby has been a challenge since the day we brought her home. She is an 11-year-old puppy. We never, don't puppy-proof the house, because if you don't, you're gonna come home to a mess. She's soft like a puppy, and her brain has just never matured past three months of dog years. But we love her. So, uh, again, this is my greatest joy and blessing. This is my daughter's wedding day. I prayed for her husband. Uh, when Elizabeth was about five, I was like, oh gosh, whoever she's going to marry is about five also. And I told him at their wedding, I prayed for you every day since this time so that he would know, and oh my goodness, we love our son-in-law. We love our daughter, my greatest joy and blessing, and everything that we live for is wrapped around this also. So what's the objectives? To my talk? Don't let anybody tell you you can't do something. What else? Find your passion and love. What else? Find all the support. Find people who can support you in your journey. And so that's my journey. I hope you learned something. I didn't learn anything about med tech school because you know, that's just those weird people that like to do that. But uh, any questions or 
Yes, Alan. So you, you mentioned that motorcycles, like donor cycles and all that kind of stuff. So what was the learning process to get your motorcycle license like? Now, I do have my license, but I don't drive. Okay. Uh, so I we decided we might pick up two and we would do that and so I did get my license but uh, the bikes, I have to go back, John's bikes are tall, I can't reach the ground and so it's like well we'll do it and the other part of that is I'm video and taking pictures and I don't want to drive. <laughs> I just want to set that back there with my camera on a stick, you know. <laughs> yes David. You said that MLT wasn't your first choice, but your best choice. What was your first choice? Medical school. I wanted to go to medical school. That's all I could think about. Yeah. Did you ever try to get I didn't. Well, I take that back. I applied for a job, and they saw my resume. And when the physician said, Angela, why aren't you in medical school? And I said I couldn't get in. And he said, oh, well, I'll get you in. Next month, I found out I was pregnant with Elizabeth. And so I decided that. I, I didn't want to do both. So. Yeah, you could have gotten there. I know that. <laughs> you understand it was a different world. Back then, women didn't do as much, and first generation didn't. It wasn't. It was looked at as a bad thing instead of a good thing, like it is now. It's like let's get everybody going in the right direction. Back then, especially being a woman and from that background. It was a different world. <laughs> maybe, maybe. And, like, and then again, like I said, I got pregnant, and my daughter is everything. So, all right. Thank you, everybody. Actually, John and I talked about so the roller skating. John and I, he was sitting around the other day and his roller skating. And I'm like, okay. And then I hurt my hand. <laughs> and he had an ankle replacement a year and a half ago, so we've been waiting on that to heal. But yes, we're not going back to Derby, but we are going to roller skating. Yes. <laughs> All right, thank you everybody for your attention. I really appreciate it.